Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hey gang, it's Tuesday, October 17, 2023. And here is today's poll question at Smirconish.com. Does the attack on Israel suddenly make Joe Biden's age and experience more an asset than liability in the 2024 election. Let me explain. Well, actually, do I even need to explain? You know the polling data. The polling data tells a consistent story, which is that Americans, and when I say Americans, I mean R's and D's and I's, not just R's. Americans are in agreement that Joe Biden's too old for a second term. I don't like to say, by the way, too old because age is a relative thing, but I don't know how else to express it. In other words, it's not that he's 80. It's not that he'll be 86 at the end of its second term. It's it's how he wears 80 and how he might wear 86. 86 is different on different people, but on him, it's it's too old. That's what the polling data says. Three weeks ago, an NBC survey came out. In fact, uh, Neil Newhouse The lead pollster from that survey was a guest of mine on the program. And what did it show? And it's not a one-off. I I could pull five, ten different polls that all say the same thing. Three-quarters of voters say they're concerned about President Joe Biden's age and mental fitness. What also stood out in the poll were the warning signs for Biden beyond his age, including an all-time high disapproval of his job performance, fewer than four in ten approving of his handling of the economy and lagging interest in the election among key parts of the Democratic base is an issue. According to the poll, a combined 74 percent of registered voters say they've got major concerns that Biden at age 80 doesn't have the necessary mental and physical health to be president for a second term. Okay, you get it. You get it. But hold on. Hold on. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael 
Smirconish program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Okay, you get it. You get it. But hold on. Hold on. The president is also the guy who has built and held together, at least up until now, a coalition of nations supporting Ukraine against Russian invasion. And now, tonight, here he is going to the Middle East, going to Israel and seeking to do likewise, just as he's done for Ukraine, for Israel. President Biden says CNN will make an extraordinary wartime visit to Israel this week as he seeks to demonstrate staunch support for the country as it works to eliminate Hamas while also pressing for ways to ease humanitarian suffering in Gaza. And it's not just Israel. He's also going to go to Jordan, where he'll meet with King Abdullah II, President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi of Egypt and Palestinian Authority President Mohammad Abbas. The top U.S. diplomat, Anthony Blinken, in recent days met separately with the three leaders. My point is, he knows these guys. He's been there before. His age and his experience, suddenly an asset? He's going to get great coverage for the visit. I mean, that's a given. It'll be be covered wall to wall. He's going there at a perilous time. Uh, Legitimately, it deserves the amount of coverage it will receive. It'll also be favorable coverage. I mean, the one risk for him, the one fly in the ointment is you never know what Netanyahu is going to do. You would think that he would delay the ground invasion until after President Biden is gone, because if there is a ground invasion and the humanitarian crisis is unresolved, those optics would not be good for Joe Biden. But in all likelihood, the president is about to get a short term foreign policy win. Looking strong. And standing with an ally. And meanwhile, you've got former President Trump, by contrast, last, I think it was Wednesday, praising Hezbollah, the Iranian-backed militant group, said they were very smart. Uh, And he was critical of Benjamin Netanyahu as being, quote-unquote, not prepared for Hamas. Well, he might be right about Netanyahu, but, but, you know, time and a place, time and a place, time and a place. He did, Trump, then try and walk back just yesterday some of the things that he, he had said and called for harsher restrictions on immigration based on ideology and targeting of Hamas sympathizers as well as critics of Israel. And after all, that's something that worked for him in 2016. Remember, he seized on the terror attacks in Europe and called for banning all Muslim immigration, which turned into a ban on travel from several Muslim-majority countries, and ultimately the Supreme Court upheld a modified version of the policy. So it's complicated stuff, but it's a really interesting question. Does the attack on Israel suddenly make Joe Biden's age and experience more of an asset than a liability? I'll tell you one thing. I peaked when only 135 people had voted. 65% were saying one thing. What do you think that is? Ron DeSantis will be thrilled with yesterday's poll result at Smirconish.com. 22,808 responded. Should the U.S. accept refugees from Gaza? 52.84% said no. Go to Smirconish.com and cast a ballot on today's poll question. Please subscribe to the daily newsletter when you vote and maybe suggest a poll question of your own. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.